Well, good afternoon, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this broadcast. Uh, forgive me, I was just live a minute ago, but for some reason the feed wasn't working. I'm actually in the uh, new Remnant Revival Center right now, uh, touring the facility and just looking at things. Uh, but as we were here, there was a developing story that just uh, happened, and it's a, a very troubling matter, I think, on many levels. Um, very unfortunate, but the former President of the United States, uh, 45th President Donald Trump, has uh, been indicted, according to uh, many news reports right now, uh, which is absolutely insane. Uh, this is the first uh, former president that has ever been indicted in the history of our country. Uh, it's unprecedented. Uh, this is over a local matter that should never have been, as far as I'm concerned, something that was a federal. Uh, this is a misdemeanor uh, at a local uh, Manhattan area. It should never have been something that was brought to where we are at now, where this is a, a federal uh, situation. But nevertheless, uh, that's what we're hearing coming across the newswire right now. Uh, sources are saying that they have not released the charges, but that uh, the Manhattan DA's office has reached out to President Trump's team uh, to uh, make arrangements for his surrender, apparently. Uh, in my opinion, it's all a big you know, publicity stunt almost for the left to, to to have the optics of President Trump being arrested. But I think it's going to galvanize his base. And I think many people are going to see, uh, you know, how this has been a witch hunt. Uh, we know that, uh, you know, Bill Clinton had a very similar type of situation. There was never any type of indictment there. Uh, you know, the, it's it's really just a, a major overreach in my view. Uh, that's That's just, you know, red meat for far left uh, people that say, oh, look, he's a criminal, he's indicted. Uh, like I said, this is something that should have been at the state level, a local type of misdemeanor. It's not something, in my view, that would have been ever taken to a federal grand jury for indictment. But nevertheless, uh, this is where we are at. Uh, I do believe, like I said, it's going to galvanize uh, the conservative base, I think, uh, to a point that we have not seen. I think that people are going to realize the, the ridiculousness that they've gone after this man over and over and over again. And uh, here we are now on a very sad day for America, a very sad day for our country, very sad day for uh, freedom, very sad day for our republic. Uh, when, when you politicize a, a DA's office uh, and, and just take it to such a level, I mean, think about all the corruption in D.C., all the different people that are career politicians, uh, all the investigations that they could have, uh, and yet they go after President Trump again and again and again. Witch hunt one, witch hunt two. Uh, here we are once again, and they finally have been able to, uh, in a very underhanded way, in my view, uh, put something through to where they now have this indictment. And so uh, we're going to have to see how this will be over the course of the next few days. I can only imagine uh, there will be many repercussions to this. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of repercussions, uh, not just in galvanizing his base, but I think that people are going to start to wake up and see uh, a lot of things. And I think that there are going to be angry people. Uh, I think that there's going to be a, a whole nother level of, uh, you know, this is, this is really just uh, talk about polarization in our country. I mean, the politicization of, of this DA's office, how it is now a politicized office, what, uh, DA Bragg's office has done is is truly, uh, you know, just beyond the pale uh, to think about how far they have gone. Uh, a man that literally uh, went into this position saying that he was going to go after President Trump. And, uh, you know, that's what they, they literally run on that. And then they do it, you know. So 
anyways, it's uh, sad. We're going to pray. We're going to believe that what was meant for evil will be turned around for good. In the name of Jesus, we're going to pray and believe that this will backfire. I believe it will. Uh, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper, that the gates of hell will not prevail. And uh, do not be dismayed. Do not be discouraged. Just continue to pray. Pray for our country. Pray that our nation returns back to Jesus Christ, that we turn back to morality. We turn back to biblical morality. We, 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 this is a turning point in our, in our country's history, that this, although it was meant for evil, we're believing this will be a turning point and that many people that have been asleep or that maybe haven't gotten involved at the local level, at the community level, uh, at the state level, and at the federal level will start to wake up. You know, that silent majority that people are always talking about, silent majority, silent majority. I mean, we have 332-plus million people in our country, uh, and, you know, about 60% of those people consider themselves to be Christian, at least culturally Christian, maybe not all serving God, but, you know, believe in the Judeo-Christian values that so many Americans believe in. And yet we've had a small contingent of radicals that have been steering the ship for a while. And I believe this is a, a breaking point. This is going to be a moment where many people wake up. And I believe a pivotal turning point when people realize, okay, this has now gone too far. And I think many people uh, are, this is going to backfire. I believe it is. And uh, I really believe that in the days and months ahead, uh, it's going to be turbulent, friends. So I'm just letting you know, it's going to be turbulent uh, don't, don't think this won't affect, uh, you know, many different aspects of our country, uh, you know, including our foreign adversaries that are watching this from afar and looking at America right now and thinking, you know, we're weak and thinking uh, many different things about our country right now. So, you know, there's a, there's a lack of, of real leadership right now on the world stage. Uh, the world is, is seeing the repercussions of that, uh, whether you're in Asia and the Asia Pacific region, whether you're uh, looking at the bilateral trade deals that are happening with some of our adversaries, including Saudi Arabia now, which is even considering joining the BRICS. Uh, unprecedented things that we wouldn't have thought only two years ago are now happening where there's this BRICS block that's being formed. Uh, you know, uh, countries out looking to possibly ditch the dollar. Uh, all kind of uh, happening at once. And then, of course, you have the situation in Eastern Europe. Uh, so there's many different things. And this is a result of America having a lack of leadership on the world stage and uh, just a cascading effect. And now, of course, the far left, uh, you know, that are in control, unfortunately, of this uh, decision here have now pushed uh, for a federal grand jury to indict uh, former President Trump. So it is evil. Uh, it is evil. We are pleading the blood of Jesus over our country. Uh, we're, you know, we, we should not get violent in any way. And that's not what I'm advocating for. Uh, but, you know, uh, I think we need to be praying. I think everybody needs to be praying. Uh, I think that uh, this is a time where we've got to really understand where we're at. It's very sober-minding to, to understand where we're actually at. But does God respond to the prayers of the righteous? He does. And what have we been saying from the beginning? That we believe that we're meant to be a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. And that means a repentant people that turn away from the wickedness of this hour, that turn away from the reprobate minds, that turn away from the ungodly policies and many different things that have been in effect in this country, and we turn back to God. We've got to turn back to God. Jesus is the answer. God is the answer. Uh, if we repent, the Bible says, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear their prayers from heaven and I will restore their land. And I believe there is a restoration. That's the recipe for revival. 
that if we repent and if we turn from wickedness and if, if people wake up and, and stop having the normalcy bias and thinking, you know, nothing could ever happen to us here in, in America, nothing bad could ever, God is in control, nothing will ever happen. Well, sure, God is in control and, and thank God for that. But the truth is, uh, you know, Israel went into captivity before. Um, you know, we've seen even during World War II, there was horrible, horrific atrocities that took place. So yes, God is in control, but we're meant to be a people of action. We're meant to stand for righteousness. Uh, you know, there is a consequence to sin. Uh, if you think about it, what has our country been pushing from a policy standpoint all around the world? We've been pushing uh, some of these agendas that are far from where we started as a Christian nation, eh? far from that. And, uh, you know, they like to throw around these terms, Christian nationalists and all these things. But the truth is, is that God blesses a nation that blesses him. And unfortunately, judgment comes upon a nation when we, we take God out of everything. And when we say we don't need God, we don't need God in the schools, we don't need God in our financial institute, we don't need God at all. Well, every time a country's done that, you've seen what's happened, is that when a nation moves away from God, judgment comes upon the nation and the nation starts to falter and eventually the nation falls. And so I think we're at a pivotal moment of decision, but we've got to talk about the elephant in the room, which is this country has been going down the wrong path for far too long and uh, we need to turn around. And, and the, the, the faith leaders, the Christian leaders need to preach the truth, the entirety of the word of God from the pulpit. We can't cower. We can't cave. We can't capitulate. We can't back down. We can't grow weary in doing good. We've got to take a stand. Uh, you know, we have a great constitution in this country that's being chipped away uh, daily. You know, we're, we're seeing our religious liberties and freedoms being chipped away very quickly. And I believe the enemy wants us to be discouraged. The enemy wants us to be down. But we've got to remember who we are. We are a people that, that, that serve the God of heaven and earth, the creator of all things. Uh, we're in it, but we're not of it. The Bible says we have authority to trample on scorpions and devils. We have authority in the name of Jesus Christ to pull down the strongholds. And this is the time that we're in. We've got to understand what we're capable of as believers in Jesus and start praying and fasting and interceding and never again going into the apathy or the complacency that we walked in over the last 30 plus years as a, as a body of Christ. We can't allow that, the apathy, the complacency, thinking nothing bad could ever happen to us. We're America. You know, the normalcy bias, that stuff is not going to get us anywhere. We've got to be active. We've got to be engaged. We've got to understand no fence sitting right now. This is a time where we've got to get in the game. And again, I'm not advocating any types of violence, but I'm saying we've got to get involved. We've got to get involved at the school level. We've got to get involved at the community level. We've got to get involved at the state level. We've got to get involved at the federal level. We have to occupy. That's our job, to be the head and not the tail. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's Our founders believed in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And that these rights were given to us not by government, but by God. Uh, you know, unalienable rights, certain unalienable rights. You can read about it. And no one uh, was worried about, you know, preaching uh, the truth of the Bible at that time, even in the Continental Congress. Uh, you know, there were many people that were very bold about their faith. There was no separation of church and state in, in, the, in the ways that many people have pushed on us in this hour. You know, that was a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church saying that the government would stay out of the church's business. And unfortunately, we bought into a lot of these narratives and it's gotten us to where we are today. And now we have our former president, 45th uh, president of the United States being indicted by a federal grand jury in Manhattan when this probably, uh, from a legal standpoint, should have been something that would have been, uh, you know, a, a local misdemeanor, you know, not something that would have been at the federal level. But unfortunately, they've been looking, they've been looking, they've been looking, and uh, now they have obviously found something, 
And here we are, and I think it's going to get bumpy, and it's going to get turbulent, and we've got to be praying. Uh, but I do believe that in the end, if we take a stand and we pray, the Bible says the faithful, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And if we if we take this opportunity to realize where we're at and we stop buying, we stop drinking the Kool-Aid from a lot of people that are out there, military's in control or this is happening or that's happening. If you're believing some of these psyops and, and, and false narratives that have been disseminating around our communities, you know, even some of the prophetic words. I mean, God bless the people. I'm not I'm not here to bash people today. But I'm just saying it, it, we have to be sober-minded and watchmen on the wall that are operating the Issachar anointing, which is understanding and discerning the times. And if we do that, that means we've got to be realistic about where we're at. Uh, you know, we can't keep thinking somebody else is going to come and save us while they continue to strip away our rights and freedoms as a republic. It's, you know, we've got to take responsibility and realize we're at a very pivotal and very dangerous time. But if we do what's right before the Lord and we do what the word of God says, we understand that the weapons of our warfare are not carnal and that we're in a spiritual battle. And we start doing what we need to do and using those weapons, which is the sword of the spirit, the word of God, praying, interceding, fasting, calling upon the name of the Lord, declaring and decreeing, speaking truth, being bold, you know, uh, occupying this territory for the kingdom of God and not caving, capitulating and cowering and, and going inside the four walls of the church and letting somebody else fight our battle. We can't allow that. So hallelujah. I'm going to pray right now. Let's pray for the Trump family. Let's pray for our country. Father God, in Jesus' name, this is a, a very disturbing development. It's an unfortunate development. And Lord, we just pray right now that Lord God, somehow in this very dangerous situation that we're in, Lord God, a very, very sad situation that this would be turned around for good somehow, Lord God, that you would do it in such a way that what was meant for evil be turned around for good. And Lord God, that we pray for the Trump family, for their hearts, for their safety, uh, many, many different things, Lord God, that we're all thinking right now for our country. I pray that our country doesn't you know, turn into chaos. Uh, I pray that cooler heads prevail, but that Lord, what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. And I just pray, Lord God, that every everything that the enemy has planned would be thwarted. And that we would see instead this be a turning point for our country when, when people of God woke up and did what we're called to do in, in standing for truth and righteousness and not being apathetic, not being complacent, not being afraid to speak the entirety of the word of God and to stand for righteousness. And so we just thank you that this would be a, a moment of decision and that we would turn around this country and that this would be a Nineveh and not a Sodom and Gomorrah. So we just thank you for protection over President Trump, Lord God, these next few days, his family, and everything that they're going to have to walk through now, Lord God, and for this country, and for the citizenry, and for even our, our adversaries around the world, that they wouldn't uh, see blood in the water right now and use this for their advantage, Lord God, because we know there's many, many wicked plans right now. And so we just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well... What a crazy situation. Let me tell you, what a crazy, crazy situation. Here we are. Um, we'll continue to follow this. Uh, this is just a developing story. We don't really know too much information, but uh, we do know that there has been some type of indictment that has been uh, now uh, announced, and uh, we're going to find out details in the days ahead. Uh, but continue to pray for our country. And whatever you do, don't lose hope. Don't lose focus. Don't give up. Uh, don't, don't feel like we're at the end of everything. Uh, God is still able to move in a mighty way 
And we need to just understand the authority that we have as a people of God and walk in that authority and don't grow weary in doing good. We are in a battle. We are in a war. It's, it's, it's a hot war right now, even though uh, it's not the typical type of war. Definitely don't fall to the traps of the enemy where they would want to trap you right now. Uh, there's many traps that are set up for people of God and for patriots. So don't fall into those traps, but uh, be wise and, and, and ask the Lord how to you know, navigate this and, and, and let's do it in a way as we pray and we fast and we believe that God is gonna turn this around in the name of Jesus, amen? All right, friends, thank you so much for being a part of this broadcast. We bless you. I'll come again live soon as we know more information. God bless.